Wednesday Night Wallop presents. Hello, this is Rylan, the computer boy. Thank you for joining. Rylan Turner's Morning Sports Report. So, the computer is crazy! Crazy, I say! Good morning, sports fans. Ryland Turner here, along for a very long overdue edition of Ryland's Morning Sports Report. This morning, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL. We're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk a little bit of WWE, too. There's a lot to talk about. Um, and joining me this morning is somebody who hasn't been on the show since season one, but he's a multi- multi-time guest. JJ Bug, welcome back to the Morning Sports Report. Yeah, it's good to be here on uh, this fine uh, morning. And uh, like I said, this morning we're, we have a lot to talk about. So uh, before we really get started with the sports chatter, uh, me and JJ grew up together and are, uh, were wrestling fans as kids. I obviously carried it over, whereas Jesse kind of uh, he left that he left that curling rock behind. Uh, but a lot of chatter in mainstream sports media right now with Vince McMahon leaving WWE, Triple H taking over, uh, the product going TV 14 once again. Uh, JJ, as a, a wrestling fan from the past, what are your thoughts on just everything? Let's start with like Vince itself, like that story. Well, like that, the story in itself is—I I don't think it's surprising. That, no, not that you know. There's like, you know, saying there's like there was a ton of mounting evidence before it all came out or anything, but it's not overly shocking. But um, no, I don't find it surprising, and uh, it's probably a, not a good thing. Overall, but a good thing for the WWE. I have a fresh face, but I, I really don't know. As somebody who hasn't watched in probably six years, so it's tough. It's tough to say, but yeah. Pat McAfee getting his WWE love. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, hey, it's it's good for them to go and get their money. Uh, any way they can. So got he's been the commentator on SmackDown for I think a year. Has really, really revitalized that product. But anyway, we'll get away from that. Uh, or, I mean, actually, before we get away from that, uh, Triple H being your boy, <laughs> always being your boy. What are your thoughts on him taking over creative? Um, you know, when I stopped watching WWE and stuff, NXT was a good product. Mostly, he got his hands all over it. So um, I think he could be able to do the same thing and maybe be able to connect his different groups of audience members in one product. Um, uh, do you think the TV 14 WWE really makes a difference at this day and age on television? I, I, I don't know. Cause I don't know how much more that lets them do per se. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the, the specifics are, but um they're certainly going to, t- they like them as in the WWE are certainly going to act like it is doing something. 
Yeah. Certainly, certainly. All right. Uh, considering that we we cover pro wrestling a lot on this channel, we're going to move right into the sports sports report time. Uh, Kyle, or sorry, JJ. I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. This is how often I do these podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Sean Watson to start because this yeah. story has really blown the NFL wide open. And uh, you had sent me something the other day uh, in regards to his suspension time. Um, let just kind of you know, start from the beginning with this one. Like this guy was was he not looking to be the the lead quarterback on the Browns this year? Um, well, I think everybody in the NFL knew he wasn't going to be, and like people who follow the NFL knew he wasn't going to be the quarterback for most of the year. Uh, that was kind of the assumption: is like you, you weren't getting him in 2022; you were getting him in 2023 and maybe part of 2022. I think most people, myself included, it's hard to not see him getting suspended for the entire season. So I was thinking that he would be at their starting quarterback next year, like in 2023, and the Browns would be a good team. Uh, but it looks like that'll be sooner than later. Um, it's a pretty hard thing to make a case for why it's only six games. Uh, you know, the Miami Dolphins were just punished really heavily today. <clears throat> Uh, over not really being found guilty of doing anything. You know, they, they came out, they weren't trying to lose games, they weren't telling their coach to lose games, but they were still punished. But Deshaun Watson's getting six games. Uh, and I think he's up to 26 or 27 different people who have accused him of uh, different types of sexual assault or harassment. So, it's shocking. But I'll, I'll say what I did hear somebody say today. Um, which was that, like, you know, they the NFL seemed to care more about the Brady deflated footballs and the um, Calvin Ridley $1,500 bet he placed last year than they do about the Deshaun Watson stuff. And uh, if you're going to look at it that way, is it because the other two involve, like, the actual game being played and sexual assault? doesn't involve football, so the NFL doesn't see sexual assault as seriously as it does gambling on football games. I I don't know. I, get, I think that's the case that the NFL is going to have to make, which is interesting. Right. It, it, six games is uh, is pretty, pretty sad. Uh, what were the two comparisons you had sent me? So um, I think the ones I sent you – were the Tom Brady suspension for the deflated footballs. I'm not positive. I definitely sent you the Calvin Ridley one, though. Uh, but there's also, you know, like, there's examples of this, right? Like, there's there's the uh, Adrian Peterson beating his kid with a stick, right? And then there's the Tyree Kill and his kid and the Ray Ray stuff. And, you know, it's just it's a history where it seems like abuse isn't treated the same way as other things are. Josh Gordon, 25-plus games, right. weed. Yeah. Is Josh Gordon getting suspended for weed and alcohol, right? Like, And codeine golf syrup, 25 games. Um, we're going to move out of this one. Uh, what are your thoughts on the NFL draft this year? Uh, the NFL draft is a pretty weak draft. Does uh, anyone come out of it? Is anyone coming out of it with anything more that they can add? Um, I think 
I'm going to have to look here specifically. But there are teams that picked receivers this year that uh, are going to be better right away, I think, next year. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, no, like, you know, the problem is, is it's like, Anyway, the problem is that the NFL is not really at, like, a parity point right now where there's, again, it's like like it used to be where there's a few teams that are really good and a bunch that aren't. So it's hard for teams to get better through the draft alone right now. You also need to be um, developing free agents and things like that as well, right? So, But I I think um, coming out of it that I like how much better – who was it here? I think the Cowboys have the potential to be a lot better coming out of the draft. They made some good offensive line picks, things like that. So we'll see. Moving away or moving uh, away from the NFL, getting into the NBA, we're going to start um, with the NBA draft. Uh, let's talk about these first five picks. Um, what are your thoughts with, like, Orlando seems to be a team that, They've always got a high draft pick. They've got all these young guys on their team. Yeah. But, but Paolo, what is it, Banchero? Yeah, Banchero, yeah. Banchero. He's, he's come from Duke. He's power forward. Well, what, what the fuck is he going to do for the Magic that all these other guys haven't? So, you know, the one thing that they definitely have at every position on their team is fucking redundancy. Like, there's like five 20-year-olds in every position on that team, so... It's a good thing and a bad thing. But the thing that he is, theoretically, but I believe he is this, is um, he's like an offensive star where you can give him the ball and he can dominate, whereas, like, none of the other guys on Orlando are that person. So by him becoming, like, the center of gravity, he might finally let some of those other guys, like Franz Wagner or Wagner, and um, the guards, like Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, like he might allow them to not have to be dominating so they're able to actually be good. Uh, that being said, it's Orlando, so there's a part of me that worries that his career's headed for a rough start. Chet Holmgren uh, from Gonzaga. He's plays center. He's seven feet tall. What's he going to add to the Thunder? Well, the Thunder, you know, they're 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 – have a strategy where they're just trying to have 10 first-round draft picks every year for the next 15 years, and they have a ton of really young, talented guys. And what Chen Holmgren is on day one is like a automatic rim defender, seven feet tall, really long wingspan, super lanky, excellent timing, right? And then uh, if he has outside shot, he'll also be able to be that kind of 3-and-D big guy, which is useful. His mm-hmm. high eye upside is that he can play like a point guard. That's what he did in high school. So if that can translate it all to the NBA, which in the summer league he was going off. So if any of that transfers over, you're looking at like a generational talent, but at the very least like a defensive anchor for a team that needs that. Right. Uh, Jabri Smith going to the Rockets. Uh, yeah, so- go ahead. Yeah, just not not a lot to say about Jabari Smith. He was supposed to be the number one guy for a long time. He's – I. You know, I thought Scotty Barnes was a not interesting prospect, so I take this with a big grain of salt, but he's not, I don't think he's that, that interesting of a prospect. So uh, we'll see. Okay, well, then we'll move right on to Keegan Murray, who went to the Kings, coming out of Iowa. 
So, big controversy between Keegan Murray and Jaden Ivey, number four and five. Uh, everybody kind of agrees that Jaden Ivey's the better player. But the Kings may be trying to avoid what we were just talking about with Orlando. They didn't want to have positional redundancy, so they didn't want to take another young, fast, explosive point guard. So they decided to pass on the definitely best fourth player in the draft and take a guy who uh, fits the team's needs more. Right. Um, the Kings just have a history of fucking this up. So that like time will tell. And and uh Jaden Ivey, like you said, going to the Pistons, coming out of Purdue. Um, like what how long till the Pistons are a team that can compete? I mean, they got the, the number five pick and the number one pick last year. So if they if they don't tank this year intentionally, you might see them get a lot better this season. That I think that's an honest answer. Okay. Like they they took Kate Cunningham last year, right? Right. And that that's he's a he's like a Luka Doncic idea prospect. Like he plays the game slow, takes control, and that's his, that's a sort of developmental thing where he could be a slow playmaker who can get his own points, right? Mm-hmm. Jay Nivey, the exact opposite. He's a little like six foot four, so not little, but a, like fast, athletic, get to the rim, get a big dunk kind of guard, right? So they're opposites of each other. They complement each other really well. Uh, a, a way over over too early um, comparison would be like if you had Donovan Mitchell and Luka Doncic on the same team together. And then they also got at, um, what pick in this draft did they get him at? <sighs> Where is he here? They also got Jalen Duran from the Hornets at 13, right? So that's also a really good center now, another seven-foot-ish guy. Um, really athletic, like, has some comparisons to a defensive guy like Tim Duncan with some upside and that, not to say they're going to be the same, but in there. So I actually think, man, like, if you were going to watch basketball this year, like, if there was Raptor games you wanted to circle because you wanted to see some other guys other than just Raptors, like, I think the Pistons games are going to be fun to watch this year. There's like five young guys between the two teams that are worth watching. So, all right, all right, definitely, uh, I'll circle that on my calendar. Um, are, there, are there any other draft picks uh, in, in the top ten or even top twenty that stuck out to you and people or guys that you think might uh, you know have a good year, maybe well, compete for Rookie of the Year? Not, not that I don't think either one of these guys will be competing for Rookie of the Year, but Benedict Matherin and Shaden Sharp at six and seven are both Canadian. Okay. Uh, Shaden Sharp hasn't played basketball. It says he went to Kentucky, but he didn't play in college. So he's being picked just based on a few high school games he had. He got picked at seven to play beside Dame. Uh, got hurt in the preseason. Um, or, sorry, in the summer league. And then the other guy's from Arizona. He had a really good uh, tournament in March. But, no, otherwise, oh, yeah, the other guy I think that you might have an interest in following just because I know who you are. Number 16 pick, A.J. Griffin. That's the uh, assistant coach of the Raptors kit. Uh, really good shooter, just bad hit injury history. So it could be a really, really high upside guy beside Trey Young. Okay. Turns out. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting out of the draft talk and getting into free agency, uh, NBA free agency this summer has been fucking wild, man. Uh, it, it's the, the Wild West, man. Like, Kevin Durant's looking for a new team. Uh, can the Lakers pull it together? Like, what's, what's, like, tell me, t- talk to me about some of the biggest, or some of the bigger, um, moves that we've seen so far. Well, you know, uh, I think the first thing is that it hasn't been quite as crazy 
as it's a because like it's not like Kevin Durant hasn't moved yet, right? Like Donovan Mitchell hasn't moved or anything, right? So like it sounded like it was going to be crazy, but so far nothing insane has happened. You know what I mean? Um, I think though that you will see Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant or both move. So uh, you know, I don't think it's over yet, but I don't even want to guess. I would. It seems crazy that Kyrie Irving and LeBron James are going to play together again. Like, so what, I don't know what you think about that, but I I don't know if that's going to happen. I uh, I'm not. I, I don't know, man. I just don't think that Kyrie. Like, I feel like LeBron would get too frustrated with the, the Kyrie stuff. Like, yeah. I know I know they're, they're they're buddies and all, but like, and honestly, I feel like he'd probably get tired of the Durant stuff too, because yeah. like. Kevin Durant's a very talented guy, but he finds a way to always make himself look ridiculous, yeah. um, and it it really doesn't doesn't help him at all. Um, let's talk about the Bulls. The yeah, Bulls. I gotta, yeah, Bulls here, Bulls, Bulls. Let me just see their free agency. Yeah, I mean nothing crazy. We got Zach Levine on the five year deal, so I mean. And I think it's funny, if the Bulls hadn't been the team they were this year, I would say that that guy's a glutton for punishment, but I feel like they're actually trying to build something. Uh, do you think that there's a chance that Derrick Rose could return? Hey? Do you think that there's a chance that Derrick Rose could return? I mean, it, it would, there's some sense. It makes some sense. I, I don't know. Uh, the team has a lot of guards, but depends what role he's willing to take, right? Like if he just if he's willing to go back, just just fuck it, then yeah, I could see him being back. Okay. Uh, uh, the team that I'm uh, that I guess that we'll talk about that did make a big move, right, is Minnesota. Like they they got Rudy Rudy Gobert right to go beside Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards. So um, they they actually signed a lot of guys, but that's obviously the thing that stands out. So I don't know that Minnesota, what it, how they, I don't know what Rudy Gobert gives you beside Carl Anthony Towns, but I do know that Carl Anthony Towns has always been a defensive liability. So that allows that allows you to have the best defender theoretically in the NBA beside Carl Anthony Towns, who's probably one of the worst big man defenders. So could be could be a good compliment, and then. Um, do you, do you have a big three now? You have Anthony Edwards, you have Cat, and you have Gobert. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, it, and you it have D'Angelo poss- Russell, and D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Yeah, it, it couldn't possibly go any any more, you know, sideways than Brooklyn did. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. So yeah, they they might have got better. I guess other stuff, Zion Williamson, you know, so there you go. We were talking about that for a year or two now, whether he was gonna ex- like extend it, extend it. Will he be there in five years? I I don't know. Um why do you think Kevin Durant wants out? I don't I I don't know what his I don't know what his thing is. I think that I think he just realizes that that Brooklyn team's not going to win a championship, which is right. So like I can't blame him for that. Um. Okay, so I'm just going over some of these uh, 
smaller picks that or pickups that teams have been uh, putting together. Demarcus Cousins is going to the is going to the Nuggets. Or sorry, uh, there's a championship shaker. Yeah, no kidding. Um, are there any free agents this off season that uh, off, aside from Durant and Kyrie? Or sorry, Durant's not a free agent, but he just demanded a trade. Yeah. Um, is it Kyrie that's the free agent? No, he still he would need to be traded too. Okay. All right. Well, it's funny these two guys who aren't even free agents are kind of taking over the. Uh, that's what I mean by like you know again it sounded like free agency was going to be crazy but they got to get traded still you know. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, we're going to do two editions of Hot or Not to end the show. We're start with the NFL. Um, six NFL teams. I'm going to ask you about looking into preseason and uh, the, the regular season going forward, JJ. Let's talk about number one, Green Bay. Hot or not? Um, hot. Can't, can't not be. Especially when fucking Aaron Rodgers is showing up <laughs> looking like he did to fucking training camp. <laughs> yeah, uh, the more he looks like he's living in a trailer park in a fort. Like, you know, the, you know the movie 2012? The, more he, the closer he gets to Woody Harrelson's character in that movie, the, yeah. Yeah. Or I know they're hot. Uh, number two, Kansas City. Uh, less hot than normal, but hot. So again, okay. it's Patrick Mahomes. Is this kid like? Uh, is he going to be a multi-time uh, Super Bowl winner? Do you think? Um, I see his career trajectory as something like Brett Favre. He already has one Super Bowl, right? So I, I can't imagine him not winning another one. But I don't think he is like a like a. I don't think he's in the Brady Manning Montana conversation, other than the fact that he's just really exciting to watch. Fair enough. Uh, number three, Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're hot this year. They're deep. Julio Jones just signed. Offensive line looks good. Defense looks good. Just all hinges on, you know, the 50-year-old man and what he can do. So, Number four, Cincinnati. Hot, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they – I don't – their roster is not as good as it was last year, but I think I'm, all, I'm fully on board the Burrow show, so I think they're going to be good again. Excellent, excellent. Uh, number five, Miami. You know, I was just telling this to my dad the other day. Because, you know, he's a big <laughs> Dolphins fan, big Patriots fan. I was saying I'm almost more excited to watch the Dolphins play this year. <laughs> just because they have an exciting offense, potentially. But they're the Dolphins. So I'm, I am going to say they're hot, though. I think the AFC is going to be a three-way show. Excellent. Uh, number six, uh, coming in at the end, Baltimore. No, not, not hot. Uh, you you went five for one with the hots. Yeah. Any particular reason? Um, lack of depth at receiver. Uh, concerns about injuries in the running game again. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Moving on to our NBA edition of Hot or Not. Now we've got eight teams to talk about, and I feel like we might uh, we might this one might take a minute. Uh, number one, Golden State, retur- uh, returning champions. Do you think that they have a chance to defend? Yeah. You know, and again, I got, you know, if we could rerun the tape, I got one of my preseason predictions right, right? I told you that they would win the fucking NBA championship. That's true. So, uh, like, they, they, as long as they stay healthy, they're hot. Number two, Miami. Yeah, hot. Don't see any reason. I th- again, though, I don't think they're going to win a championship. Like they'll just say that. Like, 
You don't think Jimmy Butler has what it takes to get to the top? I just don't think that. I think him and Bam do. I don't think the rest of that. Maybe maybe Tyler Hero takes like a crazy huge step forward this year, and then they do have a third guy, maybe. But no. Do you think that there's a chance that Durant might land there? Uh, not if the asking price is Bam Adebayo. Number three, Phoenix. Uh, yeah, they're hot. Because I remember we, we talked about this last year. You didn't think that they were going to come back and be hot. And they, they, they had a season. Yeah, no, they'll die. I was wrong about them being good. Not they didn't repeat or anything. And they, no, I they did not. I don't think they'll win it this year either, but I think they'll be very good. I do believe in that roster more. Number four, Orlando. Go. Oh, hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give it a while. All right. Uh, number five, Detroit. <clears throat> like, not in the sense of, like, oh, they're hot, they might, like, win a championship, but in the sense of, like, it's fit, will probably be entertaining basketball. Like, yeah, they're hot in that sense. <clears throat> All right. Um, number six, the uh, ever-elusive L.A. Lakers. <laughs> what do you think? I, I don't think it's happening, man. I don't. Yeah. I think we have, we sooner see LeBron go to another team than we do see him win a championship with the Lakers again. Yeah, they would, like, need to keep Anthony Davis and get Kyrie Irving. Like, that's the only way I see it even being, like, logically possible. And honestly, I don't trust Anthony Davis anymore. The guy, he's not consistent. He is hurt all the time. I I, I feel like this guy is a guy who perhaps, in his time in New Orleans, really just got worn out, and and he isn't the guy that he was supposed to be. he's been beat up for you forever, right? Right. Exactly. It's not like this guy's a new player. Like he he may only be twenty nine years old, but like he's been playing in the league for ten years. Like he's been or, beat up since high school. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you know that's back when we were like in high school. But I'm pretty sure he's he's been beat up since then. So so this is a guy who he's he's on he's running on city miles right now, and I and you got to think the other only other guy is LeBron James who he's those suburban miles at this point. Like he's out he's yeah. out of town. The same thing like Brady, except there's more games, right? It's just like you're just banking on the 40-year-old man in that case. And and like the question is, is how does he does he really want to play this season and look more deteriorated than? No, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I don't know that if, if if things don't look good, I don't think he'll give it everything this year. Um, and I also just I, I don't see Bronny landing there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if that's what his goal is, I see him, go, you know, kind of skedaddling out of L.A. and finding right. somewhere somewhere to play. Um, number seven, Boston, a team that really turned it up this season. Yeah, I think I think they're hot. I actually think that they have, like, a legit roster. They need to fucking get somebody other than Al Horford going, though, man. Like, <laughs> like, like oh, it was unbelievable, but there was a reason it was unbelievable. So they, they're going to need somebody else this year. Hey, man, when we watched the Raptors get to the Final Four, we had, who do we have? Uh, Bismarck Biombo. That guy yeah. turned it on. Turned it on because he was there, and it was the moment to turn yeah, it on. Yeah, you know, man, like Al Horford's like 50. You know, like, that's, that's true. It's, it's true. Um, and number eight being Toronto. Uh, you know, like, I feel like I'm still spoiled. I still have, like, I want to see them in the championship. So, like, anything less than that is not, like, 
hot. But I think for the first time since the championship year, they will be like a pretty watchable team. Like so, so I'm gonna say they're hot. They're like maybe a Final Four team this year. I guess that's hot. Just as a Raptors fan, it's way it's kind. It kind of feels like before the Kawhi era where you knew basically no matter how good we did, we, we weren't going to win the championship. So it's kind of like, you know that all season. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, JJ, for joining uh, us this morning and uh, talking about uh, the NFL and uh, the NBA and even some wrestling. Um, if you want to find us on social media, it's at WNWallop on Twitter, WNWallop on Instagram, Wednesday Night Wallop. On Facebook, and uh, if you see myself and Kyle Joseph's name, that's uh, that's where we're at. Uh, JJ, I assume you want to continue to stay in the shadows? Yes, sir. All right. Well, with all that being said, have a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.